0: Why did bad things happen? And where did evil come from? Many people get upset with God when they experience evil. But is God actually responsible for evil? That's what we'll be discussing today on Christ, Culture, and Coffee. This is Christ, Culture, and Coffee, a podcast designed to help equip Christians to be able to defend their faith and be confident in their faith.
1: Hello, you are listening to Christ Culturing and Coffee, and we are back today on discussing a new topic on evil, the problem of evil, and we're going to be uh, kind of diving into just the idea of it and what is evil exactly. Yes, I'm excited
0: about this new series. I actually, let me pull this up, I, I put on our uh, Instagram post today uh, a story. I don't know if you saw this, actually. Oh, I didn't. Have you seen this? Okay, No, not yet. Yeah, I put a story up asking... Do people like it better when we do a series or individual podcasts? Um, I put Mm, it up a few hours ago. And right now, uh, series is winning 57% to 43%, which is kind of close actually. But uh, we're doing a series anyway, so there. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> well, it's just going to happen that way. <laughs> it's just so. going to happen. We got to give the people what they want. That's true. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. But this is going to be a cool series on why God allows evil, because it happens to us. Um, how do we deal with God allowing it? Where did it come from? What is it? It's going to be a really cool series. Um, and we're going to have a special guest, actually, on the last series yes. of this episode, um, Dr. Clay Jones, who is a professor out at Talbot Seminary at Biola University. Uh, he actually wrote a book on why God allows evil, and so... Uh, We're going to have a great discussion with him about what God is doing through evil uh, in the last series of this podcast.
1: Yes, and so... While you were on our Instagram looking at our story, go ahead and make sure you follow us because that's probably the only way you could see our story in the first place. Yep. and then also go on our Facebook page and be a part of the Facebook group, Christ Culture and Coffee Insiders. Yes. Hey, and
0: I want—I did want to say something about uh, you, our listeners, so that the last series we did last month for Pride Month on LGBT issues, man, we got so much positive feedback from that. Yeah, um, and some really encouraging stories. Um, there was uh, one one lady who wrote in saying that she has a, um, a friend from elementary school who is uh, identifying as a transgender man and she actually is set up to have lunch with him yeah. and she's going to talk with him and love him and, and – her – and, uh, and and talk through uh, those issues uh, like Christ would. So I was just super encouraged that somebody yeah. being
1: proactive to go out and love somebody. Yeah, there's been a well. lot of stories like that that we've been hearing and there has, uh, getting yeah. tons of feedback and it, we really appreciate it too because it encourages us to know that we're not just doing this podcast for nothing, that um, those of you that are listening to it are being encouraged and motivated by it and that the Lord's using it. So
0: Yep, really cool hearing these stories about people.
1: Uh, received um, a, a message from a guy who's in philadelphia
0: and he was saying that yeah they're at his school that he teaches at they were having kind of like a pride month uh event going on and there was like a day of silence for you know lgbt students and he was talking about you know as a christian like it's just so hard to stand up for, for truth and to love people well because if you stand up for truth you're you know you're seen as being a hater and um right so yeah just it was it was interesting to hear um your perspective as our listeners and um the things that you're experiencing the ups and the downs of it um but it's also cool to know how to pray for you guys. Um we we do like praying for people uh and when you write in and you tell us the struggles you're having or the or the successes mm-hmm. and praises you're having, man, it's just it's super cool to be able to praise God along with you or to pray with you uh for what you're going through. So thank you so much for writing in uh, those those stories.
1: Yeah, and so Uh, stick around to the end of our podcast for the coffee tip because we are going to save that for the end. Yep, you're not going to want to miss it. It's a really good one. It's delicious, actually. Yes, Yes. but... No spoilers for it. So no spoilers it for the end. Yeah, but it is delicious.
0: It is delicious. Hey, and before we get started with today's topic on evil, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Go to Facebook and and search uh, Christ Culture Coffee, and you'll find our Facebook page. But then you can do a secret, special, exclusive thing. Super secret. Super secret, and join our exclusive Christ Culture and Coffee Insiders group. If you go to our regular page, it'll say visit or join the group. On the right-hand side, there's like a blue button you can press. And uh, you press that. And it'll ask you a few questions about uh, joining the group, and then uh, once you join, there's exclusive content on there. There's our own so far. There's a special podcast episode on there that we haven't released anywhere else. Um, There's dialogues going on about stuff. There's people who write in, um, and I I appreciate it. Even people saying, "Ah, no, I don't agree with you on this. I I think you missed the mark on this." And um, we appreciate those things. But we also appreciate hearing your stories, and um, it's just a really cool place to interact with us and to interact with each other as you're listening to our show. So. Make sure you join our uh, CCNC Insiders group on Facebook.
1: All right. Now let's get started with the content of the podcast for today. So, again, we're going to be discussing basically the origin of human evil, right? And where does it come from? Mm-hmm. So, a good place in scripture to find that is in Genesis chapter 2, 16 through 17. <laughs> it says, And the Lord God commanded the man, You are to eat. Of "...from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. And the man and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame." Mm. Right? So this is the first instance of where we see that God places the tree in the garden. That is basically the option for Adam and Eve to choose sin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, God gave them a direct command and said, look, you cannot eat of this tree... Or you surely die. And that was basically just the first given commandment to them. Well, commanded in the sense of that they would disobey by eating the tree. So this was necessary, though, because in order for God to have created human beings as truly free. Uh, we would have to have an opportunity to use our freedom wrongly. Otherwise, we wouldn't truly be free.
0: Yeah, this is an important point when we're talking about uh, God creating a world where evil could be uh, an option that we choose.
1: Yeah, otherwise we're just robots basically programmed to do whatever Yeah, says, and, right? Yeah, and we've, you and I,
0: we've both heard people say a lot of times, um, well, why did God yeah. even create the tree in the first place? The problem wasn't the tree. Yeah, right. Right, The problem was disobeying the command. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not like it was a poisonous tree.
1: Yeah, there wasn't like magic in the fruit or something, (laughs) like the moment that they (laughs) ate of it, and it's like. No, it
0: wasn't like that at all. It
1: was the disobedience
0: of God. Now, I've thought about this a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. It is fascinating to me that when God created the world, like everything's good. We see that good, 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 right? Yeah. And then he says, listen, I'm going to create one thing, and I'm going to give one rule. Think about Mm -hmm. it, Tyler. Not 10 rules, not 400 rules, not a million rules, right? One rule.
1: (laughs) Why didn't he create like seven trees they couldn't eat from or 20 trees they couldn't eat from? No, and that's a really good point. I I think he was just looking out for a best interest. He's like, look, you know what? I'm not going to overload them with all these different ways that they could slip up. He's like, I'm going to deliberately give them the option to where it's like, Mm -hmm. look, you would have to consciously make a choice to go against what I've told you
0: yeah I think that God made it as easy as possible for Adam and Eve not to sin Mm -hmm. because I mean again he didn't make 20 trees that they couldn't eat from just one yeah just one just one yeah the whole garden but he had to create it like you said it was necessary for him to create that option because if there wasn't the choice to choose other than God then Adam and Eve wouldn't have actually have been free Right. Right. That's true. And it, we, again, we don't have time to get into the free will argument in these episodes uh, on on evil. Right. But we have talked about this at length in some of our other episodes. So if, <laughs> if you want to check out our views on uh, human free will, which spoiler alert, we believe in libertarian <laughs> free will, um, you can go to episode 20. And we went through that. Um, what is free will and, and, and um, what's the responsibility of human beings? Um, and also on episode 43, we had a special guest, Leighton Flowers, on, and he talked extensively about human beings and the type of freedom right. that we have. So we'd encourage you to go listen to those. Uh, but the point here is that it was necessary for God to create an option for Adam and Eve to choose against him. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been free. Yeah, and that's, that's And true. that's really
1: important, right? It is. It is. And, and just... You see God's love in that, honestly, because the thing yeah. is, it's it, it's not loving to force your creation to to not have the freedom to choose to do what they want, right? Yeah,
0: He gave them the free the freedom to reject Him.
1: That's yeah, what it was yeah. to
0: reject what He has said, mm-hmm. um, and that's. Um, all, all love is, is hinged on um, somebody choosing to love you. You can't force somebody to yeah, love you. Yeah. They have to choose to
1: love you. And that's the type of world that God has created. Right, right. And so um, I'm going to keep reading on through Scripture here. Uh, this is going to be the first instance of sin. And this is in Genesis 3, 1 through 7. It says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, God has said... "'You shall not eat from any tree of the garden.' And the woman said to the serpent, "'From the fruit of the tree of the garden we may eat, "'but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden,' God said, "'You shall not eat from it or touch it, or you will surely die.' And the serpent said to the woman, "'You surely will not die, for God knows that in the day you eat from it "'your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil.'" And when the woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate. And she also gave to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin coverings. Now this is uh, a mess,
0: right? This is is where the direct command of God, the one thing, the one thing they were told not to do, they disobeyed and they did. They chose to to go against what God had said. Um, This is an interesting point because what tricked them into disobeying God? This is interesting. Adam and Eve believed a lie and the lie was that God was holding out on them. This is really interesting to me, Tyler, because anytime you or I or anybody else sins, it's because we believe God is holding out on us. He's withholding something that would be really good for us, but he's a big jerk and he won't let us have it. So we got to go get it for ourselves. Yeah. Right. That's what they believe. What? Well, he he knows that if you eat from it, you'll become like him and you'll know good and evil. Again, that's Mm. a half truth, Right. They, they did get to know good and evil, and honestly, ever since this happened, our, our whole species has gotten to know good and evil really well, and it's horrible, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the other side of it is they believed this lie. It's crazy to me because he says God knows that you'll be like him. Think about this. The serpent is telling the thing in creation that is most like God because they were made in his image and likeness, yeah. oh, you could have been more like him. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. It's it's shocking to me. But they believed it. They believed the lie that God was holding out on them. I got a quote here uh, from a really great um, theologian and apologist named William Dembski. This is what he says. Quote, precisely because a created will belongs to a creature, that creature is sufficiently reflective, can reflect on its own creaturehood, and realize that it is not God. Creaturehood implies constraints to which the Creator is not subject. The question then naturally arises, has God the Creator denied to the creature some freedom that might benefit it? Adam and Eve thought the answer to this was yes. As soon as the creature answers yes to this question, it will turn against God. Once that happens, the will becomes evil. Whereas previously evil was merely a possibility, now it has become a reality. In short, the problem of evil starts with thinking that God is evil for withholding benefits he could readily have conferred. That is interesting, and that's what the belief was, that God could have given me something else, but he is evil and withholding something good from me,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, they had all the fruit that they could possibly want, all the different trees to eat from. Yes. But... It was the fact that they were specifically told. So that's the other thing. It's they wanted it more in knowing, hey, like it's forbidden. Yep. You know, like like there's something enticing about it. Like when you're a little kid and <laughs> you're running around. Uh, like I've I've had this with my other siblings before too. Is where mm-hmm. if you tell them, hey, don't do that. They're more tempted to do it, right? Yep. Like you see that all the time in kids, and yep. I, I think it's in the same way that's how Adam and Eve were responding back then. it was it is and that yeah, which is
0: fascinating, because God created a world in which we could be tempted, yeah, but t- being tempted isn't a sin, right because Adam and Eve were tempted to do a sin prior to being sinful. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It is, it uh, is. Jesus was said to be tempted in every way like us, yet without sin. Mm-hmm. So being tempted isn't a sin. Giving in to the temptation is a sin. Yeah, right. So I think that that's fascinating. Um, now, uh, what's interesting about this whole thing is that Satan fell, right, for this very same reason. Yeah. You remember the, we, the, the, the theology and the doctrine behind it is that he thought he could be better than God, and so he wanted to be, and then this yeah, big fight broke right. out. It's the same idea that God – he, he could have made me better. He could have done better. And I got to go get mine, right? Yeah. All good. sin starts there. All of it.
1: Yeah, no, that's really, that's a really, really good point. Because uh, I think um, something that's interesting about this is in Christianity, we have like this open system of, of um, sin, right? Like, uh, it's just basically thinking through that God and man can have an effect on the world through the miracles and the sin and everything that's happening so the world is fallen and broken because of our sin yeah there's an effect to that
0: yeah that's a big point so yes th- as Christians like you said we believe in what what's called like an open system yes um, so uh, when you get into like atheism mm-hmm. right they believe that everything is just cause and effect. The whole yeah, universe is yeah. merely cause and effect, and there's nothing you can do to uh, change that. There's no way to break the cause and effect universe, right? Whereas, as Christians, we we totally believe because we have this type of free will that we can alter the cause and effect universe.
1: Yes, yes. So that's kind of that's the perception of it uh, that we're seeing here. Because that's um, the, the reality is is that. When we have, when we, we brought sin into the world, it mm-hmm. cursed it. And we see that in the scripture.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, it it messed up a lot of things, right? And we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna go through talking about that. But one of the things I think's interesting to think about is is with the open system, um, cause cause like I said before, atheists believe in kind of a closed system. It's just cause and effect, you can't change that. Muslims believe that too. It's just a cause and effect yes. universe, you yes. can't change it. Um, as Christians we believe in an open system, meaning that it's open to kind of reprogramming by human beings for good or for bad. And it's also open to reprogramming by God. And that's what we would call miracles, right? When God interjects in time-space reality and he suspends the cause and effect universe, we recognize that to be what's called a miracle.
1: Right. (laughs) Like there's there's something... There's a supernatural element to reality. It's not just cause and effect. It's not, Yes. you can't pinpoint everything that's going to happen. And it generally yeah. works cause and effect,
0: right? The it universe does, right? generally, there's laws of nature. Yeah, it's and, because yeah, that's because sure. God
1: designed the, the earth to have order. But He right? can suspend the
0: line. laws of nature. Right. Therefore, yes. it's an open system. It's not closed just to cause and effect, it's open to reordering by God through miracles or by human beings. Um, uh, one of the ways in the negative was the fall, right? We we broke the world. Yeah. We broke us. We broke a lot of things because of our choices. Um, however, Tyler, if you think about it, um, there's reordering that can also occur in the universe when mm-hmm. somebody chooses to believe in Jesus. Yeah. That's, That's right. when they're made a new creation, right? There, literally something happens. You're regenerated when you believe. and. And in the cause and effect universe, you have you have enacted a huge change to occur because of your choice.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's a really good point. And so yep. this, this is a good example uh, that we have here. <laughs> I like that, that when you believe in the Lord, in that new creation element, that's a really good example of this open system. Mm-hmm. And so, but with that too, uh, obviously this was a really big cause and effect element that affected the open system that we have like the n- law and order that as we know as we knew it during biblical times was affected by Adam and Eve's sin. Yeah, cuz yes, God created everything good. Yeah, everything was good, there was logic and order and everything. Yep. And then everything w- fell and was cursed after man first sinned. So, we have it here in Genesis 3:16 through 19. And this is where God is cursing man for their sin. So he says to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth, and in pain you will bring forth children. And yet your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. And then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree, which I commanded you in saying you shall not eat from it, cursed is the ground because of you, and toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. Uh Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. And by the sweat of your face you will eat bread till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken. For you are dust, into dust you shall return.
0: Yeah, this is really an interesting passage on, on a few um, few different levels. Um, the curse that that God tells mm-hmm. is going to happen now is pain during childbirth, and this is devastating because. Um, the first blessing given to mankind was to be fruitful and multiply.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, that's God right.
0: says, have sex, have babies, create other beings that are made in my image and likeness, mm-hmm. that are made in your image and likeness, because your kids are going to look like you, right? Yeah, that's right. And that's the first—that's the very first thing that's cursed. The biggest blessing, the first blessing given to human beings,
1: is affected by sinful disobedience. Mm. That's that's fascinating too to think uh, when you bring up childbearing too and everything. It's in talking about this, Eve obviously like Scripture says Eve didn't have her first child until after the fall. And Mm -hmm. that's that's what's really crazy too is that like they must have it must not have been a lot of time that passed when Eve came around before they ended up. Yeah, uh,
0: there's there's been a lot of speculation on that. Yeah, how long did they live in Eden uh, prior to the fall? Yeah, right. I don't know. It seems well, like it go yeah. pretty fast because they didn't have kids yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they were told to, so it was a
0: command and it was a blessing given, but they hadn't they hadn't had kids yet. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long it is. You know, and um, now again, this isn't biblical, but there's been a lot of speculation on these things. Right. And in um the book uh, Paradise Lost. Hmm. By John Milton, uh, it's a, it's like an epic poem basically about uh, Adam and Eve and the fall and um, Satan's fall and it's it's crazy. It's really cool, hmm. um, uh, medieval you know um, Christian poem. It's super long. Yeah. It's like books yeah. long. Um, but in that he talks about um, and writes. It's again it's fiction, right? Okay, so hmm. we don't make doctrine out of this. But of his his perception was that Adam and Eve lived for a while. Uh, in Eden, and he, he's he got them communicating with each other, he's written stories <laughs> about their talks and angels coming down and talking with them and discussing things, and um, it could have been, like, you know, they, they could yeah, have been there true. for a while, but it, it seems more likely that it was a shorter amount of time, like you said, because yeah, they, had, they yeah. didn't have kids yet.
1: Well, that's what, that's the reason I mentioned that, too, and I was cur- curious about it, is because you just thinking through that, the first thing that's brought up about this is childbearing and mm-hmm. pain and childbearing, but even, hadn't even known that experience yet, so no. that that means that like <laughs> that um, woman like. At the time, had not experienced childbearing without the curse, meaning without the pain in childbearing. That's that's really that's really fascinating if you think about that. That that wasn't even something that they got to that That they got got to experience. experience. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's it's also interesting to think that redemption, right? Because of um, the seed that's promised, the seed singular. Mm -hmm. Because when when God's cursing the the serpent, right? He talks about her her seed will come and crush your head. and it's a it's a singular seed and it's everybody sees this as the gospel this is the messiah being promised to come mm-hmm. um, that it's through the pain of the curse literally that produces the messiah it's yeah. through childbearing that produces the messiah through generations of painful Cursed childbearing. Yeah. That our salvation yeah. comes to us. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. So um, I think that's, I, 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 I do and think that's fascinating. Yeah.
1: And again, that's that's another example of a broken and fallen world that yep. happened because of this open system. It yep. was good. It was, no, there was no pain in childbearing or wouldn't have been. But we reordered it. But we reordered it. And so and now, there now there's
0: pain in childbearing. It yeah. goes on too and, and talking about with Adam, right? Like, cursed is the ground because of you. Yeah. Um, and now this is, This is really interesting to me. This cursing, this consequence of disobedience is where evil came from, okay? Uh, This is where moral evil came from, and this is also where natural evil came from. And we're going to talk about the difference between moral evil and natural evil in a little bit. But I want to point out a couple things in this passage. Um, When God says, cursed is the ground because of you, uh, this is a really interesting verse in Hebrew. So Adam is cursed, right? He's cursing the man, mm-hmm. Adam. Uh, in Hebrew, the word for Adam—are you ready for this, Tyler? Mm-hmm. Is the word Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam, right? Adam, okay? Um, so so that's that's his name. Now, this is what a lot of people don't know. When God curses the ground, right, the ground is cursed because of you. The word used for ground— is the word Adamah? Adamah. Adamah. It's the feminine word uh, of Adam, feminine form of Adam, and it means mm. ground. Why? Why is Adam and Adamah? Why are they like the same word? Because man was formed from the ground. Mm. The, a- yep. the Adam was taken from the Adamah. Yeah. Right. So mm. now think about this. Because of Adam's sin the Adama is cursed. There is a link between being a human being taken from the earth and the earth being affected through our choice and the cursing. Because if you remember, we were told to rule over the earth. We had ownership rights, right? We had rulership rights. We were over the birds. We were over the earth. It was under our command and control. We were supposed to run it And when we chose to disobey God, it not only affected our species, it broke the world.
1: Yeah. yeah. Adam
0: broke the Adamah. This is really interesting. So there is a relationship between mankind and the dust that we are made from. And if you read this um, with that in mind, you can see that, right? You will return to the Adamah, right? (laughs) You will become (laughs) the dust because that is what you are. Um, So there is, if you think about it, What is being explained here is the reverse of creation. Mm, Yeah. God creates life. Our disobedience brings about death, Mm. which is opposite of God, which is not what he designed, which is not what he intended, but is a consequence um, of our action. So uh, from this, we can conclude that natural evil, like tornadoes, cancer, sickness, pestilence, all of that— is a result of our sin so this this gets back to the question like why does god let bad things happen why did my mom die of cancer why did this hurricane happen the answer is because of us Hmm. god created everything good 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 remember doesn't he say that and it was good and it was good and it was very good and we broke the world yeah and now the the crazy thing to me is with this in mind when something bad happens natural evil happens I think that we all recognize that's not the way it should have been, right? Mm, yeah, and we don't like it. But then instead of blaming who's actually responsible, us, we blame God, who isn't responsible. Yeah, which no, in and of right. itself is an evil. Mm-hmm. Casting blame on the person who's not responsible for it, instead of taking responsibility for what we've done as a species, it's no, crazy.
1: You no, know, it is. It is. It's fascinating to think too. That's that's. I mean, that's what that's what Adam did with Eve, right? When, when yeah. the, the sin happened, he blamed God's creation, and he said, no, it's it's your fault. That was it's in your fault. what he was it's doing.
0: It's the, the woman you gave me.
1: So yes, he yeah. was casting blame on both Eve and God, but the real blame here was on God. He's saying no, yep. and that's the same thing that we do today. We've been I mean, we doing it ever, ever happen, since. It's like God... How could you let this happen? Exactly. But but you're you're the cause of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's letting it happen because he allowed us a choice that we we squandered.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean that's that's what's going on. Yeah, it's so, so
1: fascinating. It is.
0: It's very, very interesting. So seeing that connection between us and the earth that we we're supposed to rule. And now if you think about it, the earth somewhat rules us. Everything's backwards. It does. Death yeah. comes. We go back to being dust instead of mm. being created from dust. Right? I mean, this is things things are upside down.
1: Yeah. And I, I think I think that kind of leads us to into differentiating the two different types of evil, evil, Robbie, to, mm-hmm. Um if you want to elaborate on that. So, again, you said earlier there's moral evil and then there's natural evil, correct?
0: Yes. So so there there are these two distinct aspects of of evil. Mo- moral evil is evil that's committed by free moral agents. Right. So that's that's yeah. human beings being evil to human beings. So murder is moral evil right adultery is moral evil theft is moral evil lust is moral evil think about it the 10 commandments that god gives later uh, after obviously after it's adam and eve moral evil. they're all about moral evil yeah, yeah you as a free-willed creature need to choose to do the right thing right yeah that's that's that there's nothing sense. in there about uh, don't cause hurricanes did you ever think about that? Like, no, yeah, there's, no, there's not the eleventh right. mm-hmm. commandment isn't don't make earthquakes happen. Or it's not. It's right? not
1: do, do this or that will happen. Like the thing is, uh, something to remember too is that uh, when it comes to <laughs> the ten commandments, it's also not further causing that. Na- well, it can cause natural evil, but the thing is, is that the evil is originates from that choice and that action, right? It's the yeah,
0: well, with moral evil. So, yeah, so let's keep evil. the distinction here. Moral Correct. evil is when free-willed moral agents a.k.a. human beings or demons. I think demons have a certain aspect of a free will and they do bad things. Yeah. uh, And they choose to do bad things. Uh, That's when when moral evil is committed. So in in our world, humans do bad things to other human beings. Now, the hurricane and the the earthquake and the cancer and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, it's not something that God inflicts. Because he can't do evil. Yeah, right. But it, it's not something that we necessarily are inflicting either. It's, it's a result of us breaking the world and the ground being cursed. Mm. The system is, is off kilter, right? The thing, Things don't work the way that you were supposed to. How it was supposed to work was we were supposed to rule over the animals and the earth. We were supposed to tell it what to do. And if you think about it, it's backwards. <laughs> animals uh, eat us right (laughs) animals eat us i have been up on my roof this whole past week putting up fencing around my solar panels do you know why pigeons right pigeons they're disgusting (laughs) dude they get under there they're building nests they're having babies there's there's poop pigeon poop everywhere i had to hose it out it's just disgusting why do i have to do that because the ground is cursed and the world is upside down and pigeons don't listen to me I wish I could just tell them what to do, and they would do it. They don't anymore. Why? Because the way it was intended to be got broken by us, and now there's toil, and we got to do work, and I got to be up on my roof in this 110-degree weather putting up fences because we (laughs) broke the world. Right. yeah that's and that's right. a, that's that's a very small aspect of of evil pigeons aren't the worst thing don't <laughs> yeah, right? right but but this is what this is what's happening so moral evil exists where we as humans do evil to each other but then there is natural evil animals don't listen to us anymore they eat us grizzly bears mm. eat human beings right earthquakes occur uh disease occurs right so natural evil is evil that occurs in the natural order and it's not necessarily brought about by free moral agents now when you get into natural evil there are a couple of different categories that are important to to make distinct the first is evils that can be attributed to human agency all right so it's not directly attributed but it's somewhat attributed such as forest fires started by human beings now the fire keeps going it doesn't stop itself right but it was started by a human, and then yeah, natural right. evil kind of takes over and lets things burn. Um, certain birth defects, right, like fetal alcohol syndrome. The mom chooses to drink alcohol, which damages how the the baby is formed, right? And this kid's mm-hmm. gonna have problems uh, for the rest of its life. So that's a type of natural evil that was started by a human, but then the natural process carries out to bring about harm. That, that wasn't intended by God. Uh, the mm, second yeah. type of natural evil uh, is disorders that are caused by genetic malfunction. So these don't happen as a result of parents' choices, right? Some, some kids are born blind. Why? Because we live in a broken world. Yeah. Right. Some kids are born deaf, right? Um, they're mental handicaps. Some kids are born missing limbs. Um, some, some of these genetic malfunctions aren't attributed to human causation. All right, And Jesus even talks about this um, in John 9, 1 through 3. Um, I think this is interesting. I want to read this. John 9, 1 through 3 says, As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? Now, that's an interesting uh, question, Tyler, right? Yeah. You I mean, see a defect, and they the disciples automatically think, ah, his parents did something and caused this problem. Hmm. Jesus says in uh John 9 3, it was neither this man who sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him, right? And then Jesus heals the guy. Yeah. But he makes the distinction, that's not how it works. It's not because of this guy's sin or his
1: parents sin. It's well, because you live in a broken world. Yeah, well, they're they're asking the question that we're talking about here too, directly. They're saying, like, look, is his uh is his defect as a result of his own moral action, or is yeah. this, like, like what's, the, what's the reason behind this, right? And that's, yep. that's really interesting, because we're asking, like, there's people asking the same exact question today. It's like, yeah, if I have cancer, or mm-hmm. uh, if I, my son is born blind, or something like, like, something crazy like that, or... Um, yeah, is God
0: punishing me? Is God me? punishing
1: me, yeah, for no? something evil I did, or is it not, like...
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think it really goes back to your theology proper of, of how you view God. God mm. can't do evil. Yeah. So when people think that you're making up a malicious God who's inflicting pain and disease and uh, handicap on people, he can't do that. He, he only can create good. Like, think about it. In the very beginning, he mm-hmm. creates everything very good. Why didn't he start it bad to get the ball rolling? Why this whole charade with the tree? If, yeah. if he can create things bad, why didn't he create Adam and Eve already in the state of sin? The answer is because he can't. <laughs> God can't do that. Um, the Bible talks about this. He can't lie. He's not a man that he should lie, right? He, he can't do evil. Yeah. Oh, so um, he had to create everything good in the in the very beginning. Um, and so the disciples come asking this question about, okay, God's inflicting a problem on this kid because of his sin. Now, God can't do that. Um, literally cannot. Not just won't. He can't do that. Uh, within his character, and Jesus says something interesting. He says, no, it's not not for any of those reasons, but so that the works of God may dis- be displayed in him. God allows evil in our life, and one of the reasons, and, and you know, we're going to get to this in a couple weeks, but one of the right. reasons is to display work in us, to do amazing things, to draw attention to the miracles he does. He doesn't inflict or cause evil because he can't, but he allows it because he does have a greater purpose in mind. Now, the third aspect of uh, natural evil, what we'd, we'd call natural disasters that aren't produced by free agents, right? So forest fires started by lightning, mm-hmm. right? Not started by human being, but by, by lightning. Earthquakes, droughts, famines, tsunamis, these things that just naturally occur are, are natural evil. Um, it's not a moral evil. It's a natural evil. But the reason they occur is because the ground's cursed. We broke. Yeah, that's right. The world's broken because of Adam and Eve's choices, and then the fourth aspect of natural evil are diseases that result from bacteria or virus, cancer, leukemia, the flu, the bubonic plague. Um, You don't go out and you know make a bad decision and then get inflicted with cancer. Yeah, yeah. We. It's not. It's not based on that. that. It just happens to us because we live in a world where. Think about this. We were supposed to rule over this whole place, and now there's there's disease that tells us when we're going to die. Yeah. There's stuff that's forcing us to become the dust. There's animals that don't listen to us but instead attack us. The earth doesn't obey us. We don't rule over it. Earthquakes rule over us. Tsunamis engulf us. Um, mm-hmm. Everything it, – it's kind of like in Stranger Things, right? That. The new Stranger Things (laughs) series came out. The upside down, right? The upside down world. (laughs) Everything is. That is exactly what we live in. We live in the upside down where things are broken and they're not the way they're supposed to be. Now, it's just normal to us because this has been our whole existence. Yeah, that's right. But this isn't at all how God intended it to be. It's the backwards world. It's the broken world. And one day, Jesus is going to come and he's going to fix it. And he's going to renew it to what it was supposed to be. What his intentions were, and we're going to be able to live in that, and I'm I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. And the, uh, this is just—it's a really good thinking that God's going to like Jesus is going to restore all this natural evil and the brokenness yep. that we're going through. Like it's 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 reassuring. It's comforting. You it know, is that, reassuring. Like, the the world isn't going to be like this. Not only not only do we have eternity to look forward to as believers that we're going to l- live on. In a new world that's going to be completely restored, but just for the fact that this very world in itself is going to be restored, there won't be mm-hmm. any more pain or suffering. Like, it's going nope. to be completely made new. All pain yep. and suffering
0: was brought about by Adam and Eve's choice to disobey. Right. Right? Now, think about this, Tyler. Um, the question a lot of people ask, we, we kind of started the show, the, the you know, the intro to the show yeah. with, why, why does God let these bad things happen? Now, think about this. The answer to that is he doesn't cause them. He lets them happen. But he's he's in the business of fixing this problem of evil. Yeah. Right? Now, think of—I I love thinking about this. Yeah. What right. caused the whole thing to be broken was human beings' bad choice. Right. God has provided a way through Jesus Christ to where a human being's good choice to believe in him can mm. can be the way everything gets turned around and changed. He's starting, though. He's starting with human beings. Now think yeah. about this. We had this this uh, lack of education on the knowledge of good and evil, and Adam and Eve chose to disobey God. Now we've gone through this whole gauntlet of seeing good and evil and seeing everyone around us die, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that evil is a bad idea, and disobeying God is very stupid, and we shouldn't do it. And God is offering salvation through Jesus Christ to me. And I can choose to believe that, to be regenerated, Right? But still mm. the world's broken but yeah, he's right. he's starting with human beings because if he doesn't fix us first and he just fixes the world first we'll we'll break the world again mm. so do you see the plan is i gotta fix human beings and then after that i'll fix the world that's yeah. the plan it started with i made the world now i make human beings Human beings broke the world. Now God starts with human beings, new creation. It's
1: literally reversing. Yes, literally reversing the curse.
0: That's exactly exactly what He's doing. Mm -hmm.
1: It is. It's. It's a fascinating
0: uh, um, true story of what history is all about. Yeah, that's so
1: fascinating. It's just. It's so encouraging and the hope that we have in Scripture of knowing that this is. uh, (laughs) This is how God designed things. This Mm -hmm. is how uh, we have. And it's crazy too because just by seeing. The past and how the earth created and how man fell. And by uh, God sharing that to us through his word in Scripture, we can see how he's going to renovate this life in reverse and do Mm -hmm. the opposite of what he did for us as a creation. But we wouldn't know that unless we saw what happened in those events. Yes. Like It's just phenomenal seeing that he's laying this out before us, this masterpiece mm-hmm. of redemption and showing us his love for us.
0: And what he's doing is he's yeah. ensuring that as free will beings, we won't choose to disobey him when we have the ability yeah. not to because we'll know it's a dumb idea. Um, so, yeah, he, the redemption he offers is to fix everything, and this is what I think is really interesting. Uh, when, when people die, none of us like it. Yeah, We all know that shouldn't be... But why aren't we used to it yet, Tyler? My whole life, everyone's dying. For generations, why speaking, am I not used right? to yeah. it? Right? Why am I not used to animals being evil to human beings? Why am I not used to anytime I hear about tsunamis or flooding or hurricanes or earthquakes? I go, man, come on, like that's devastating. That mm-hmm. we have this very bizarre um, human consciousness. All of us understand this. Now, think about this all of us have ingrained in, in ourself that there are certain things that are happening that aren't the way they're supposed to happen, right? Yeah. In human beings' minds and hearts, all of us, God has left the memory of how things were were originally supposed to be. Mm. And we long for things to get fixed back like that. That's why yeah. we say things like, that shouldn't have happened. This mm. is devastating. This is a tragedy. This is, Right? yeah if evolution was true we should just get used to it because the universe is cruel yeah but christianity offers an answer to why do we not like evil Mm. and it's because we know deep down it's not how it's supposed to be it's the upside down and we're longing to get back in the real world that's right and god's going to bring it back to that one day it's going to be awesome
1: yeah, that's so cool. I mean, thank you for elaborating on all that, Robbie. That just uh, really cool to think about. Um, j- just what we have to look forward to, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's the thing. We started this podcast and talking about. Where did evil come from? And that's how we ended it, too. We uh, defined where evil comes from. But it, thinking through all of this and the way we laid it out, uh, it just really paints a picture of not only where evil came from, but where it's going to end up being becoming and how it's going to be redeemed through Christ and, that, yep. that, and how it already has been redeemed through Christ. Yeah, the process has
0: already started. The seed's already yeah, planted, right. right? He's starting with us. Mm-hmm. and then he's going to renovate the earth and the heavens, and it's all going to be made the way it was supposed to be. Yes, he's going to renew it's it. Yes, it's so, so amazing. Yeah. And I remember, mm-hmm. um, I just want to share this. I, I just thought of this. Um, so often we want to blame God when bad things happen, but it's our, it's our problem. We, we created uh, this, this mess of breaking the world, right? So, so responsibility yeah. lays at our feet. Uh, the, the great, and I do mean great, theologian G.K. Chesterton, Mm-hmm. Um, back in his day in England, there was a, a newspaper post and, and they sent this thing out there asking, we want you to write in and tell us what you think the problem with the world is. Right? So There's so many issues. What do you think the big problem is? G.K. Chesterton wrote into the newspaper and he said, dear sirs, in response to your question, the problem of the world is me. <laughs> I am the problem. And that's where we've got to get as human beings, to accept the responsibility of our sin. We broke things. We can't shift the blame Mm. to God like Adam tried to do and like everybody's been trying to do. I'm mad at God because he lets these things happen and he inflicts. No, he doesn't. You broke the world. Responsibility lies with us. Chesterton said, I am. The problem yeah. with the world, right? Well,
1: that's interesting. He could have said he could have wrote to the newspaper and said, You are the problem with the world. Yeah. He could have he, he could have yeah. taken that approach, but he didn't. He he said, he's focusing I am. I am, yeah.
0: Because each of us are. Yeah. The sin that we continue to perpetuate, the sin of our species that broke everything. That's where that's where responsibility lies. To throw it on God is is an evil in and of itself. It is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's deflecting. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't help us. Because yeah. we need to take responsibility. And the truth of it is God is fixing the problem we created. Yeah, that's right. He's the liberator. He's the redeemer. He's the one who's paying the ransom. He's the one, right? Mm-hmm. We're, the, we're the ones who, who started it. But we act like the victim when we inflicted this problem
1: on ourselves. Yeah, that's such a good point.
0: Yeah, so we've got to be careful in, in having a true view of evil. Evil mm, yeah. occurs because of us and our bad decision. Uh, God didn't create it. God didn't inflict it.
1: Yeah.
0: However, he allows it. Mm. He does allow it to occur. Why does he allow evil is the question that we want to turn to in the next couple of episodes.
1: Yes, yes. And so um, hopefully this podcast episode especially has been encouraging to you uh, just seeing through how not only uh, – just how evil originated but how it's going to be redeemed through Christ and being redeemed. So, um, and that's our goal is to equip Christians to understand their faith, is to be um, able to defend their faith and to be confident in their faith. Is our goal on this podcast. And so, hopefully, this has been uh, just kind of an eye opener. Paints a really good picture of creation and how mm-hmm. uh, God wants to restore us and bring us, give us hope and. Uh, um, give us something to look forward to in this life because we're seeing natural evil take place all the time I mean Mm -hmm. um, uh, just recently we had those earthquakes in California and thankfully from what I've heard is nothing's really happened disastrously lately but it's it's still scary you know people are afraid they're like wow what if this really ends up being something big and it's like it's true because we know that the earth is messed up. It's not supposed to do that. No, that's, it's not that's supposed not right. to do that. Yeah, and we're longing for there to be an earth that doesn't have earthquakes, yeah. and that doesn't have threats of tsunamis or hurricanes or any other natural disasters or the evil that we commit ourselves. And so yeah. um, just having that in mind, I just we really hope that that's painted a picture in your heads of how God plans to restore it and how He loves you and He mm-hmm. loves each and every one of us enough to allow us to experience the option of choosing evil like Adam and Eve did. And yes. seeing that as an act of love, it's its really beautiful when you look at it in this whole grand scheme of God's plan. And
0: the encouragement can come yeah. through this is, is as, as a Christian, if you've believed in Christ, he says yeah. that Christ resides in you, you now the Holy Spirit is given in you um, and you're regenerated and it, it, all over scripture talks about if you abide in me, you'll produce fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing, right? Yes. The fruit of the Spirit, not the fruit of Robbie, not the fruit of Tyler, <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit. We can see the reversal of the upside-down world that we broke, that we live in, when we we stick close with Jesus and he's changing us from the inside out. Yeah. He's, he's changing our character. He gives us victory over sins. We're seeing growth in ourselves. That is the beginnings of the reversal of it all
1: yeah so funny. it's
0: not like some oh i hope in the future it's no here and now you can start to see him reversing the 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 effects of sin but it starts with the human heart yeah and you can see mm-hmm. that in your life if you're walking with the lord it's fascinating and then one day it's going to translate to all creation But it starts with us as human beings, because we were the ones who broke it, and we're the most significant aspect of creation, so God's starting with us.
1: Yeah, and if you haven't come to that point to accept Christ as your Savior, uh, you should do it. (laughs) Yes, you really should do it. It's the most important decision you'll make in your life, because you'll you'll start to see the curse being reversed in your own life. You'll see uh, that um, Christ being in you, he gives new life. You are literally a new creation Mm -hmm. in Him. And so uh, if you haven't, you can do that right where you're at. Just pray and accept Him into your life, and He will change you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, before we go, uh, we do want to share a coffee tip. Tyler, you've got a really delicious coffee
1: tip for our listeners. Right. So this is a new fancy little dream. Well, I guess it's not new, but it's new to us because I haven't heard of it. Uh, But basically, it is called an Affogato. Am I saying that right? I think so. I'm not Italian, so I don't right. know. Affogato. Is affogato. That-
0: <laughs> you gotta use your hands Oh when you sorry, say sorry. It. Hey, affogato. Yeah, See, it sounds totally different. I know you that. guys can't
1: see us, you're but you're shaking we're, we're your hands. We're both using our hands <laughs> as we're saying this out loud, <laughs> recording. Yeah. <And> so <laughs> basically uh it's an Italian coffee beverage and it's basically so it me- it's Italian meaning drowned. So Ooh, it's a nice. it's a coffee-based dessert that usually takes the form of a scoop of vanilla gelato or ice cream, and it's topped or drowned in a shot of espresso. That sounds so good. Yeah, yeah. And so um, the common way that this is prepped is with espresso and vanilla ice cream. However, there are restaurants and cafes in Italy apparently that – will actually turn this into a different kind of beverage using a different flavor of ice cream. So you can do Well that makes sense. Yeah. So you could do it with coconut, um, coconut ice cream or or, or with berries or honeycomb and multiple. Yeah, I bet there's
0: a lot man, I'm wondering like chocolate ice cream would be great with coffee. Right. Yeah, right. Come on. Um, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of a bubblegum flavored ice cream probably Uh, would be bad. That's probably probably a bad idea.
1: Well (laughs) and and then not only that, I bet you you could you could add other things to this too. Like I bet you it would be good like maybe I mean I'm just imagining here but maybe if you added like some cinnamon to it or yeah. like some oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah some honey make it sweet, honey, you know like yeah, uh, yeah like you oh, could add be really good little things like that like on top of the ice cream yeah. and the, the espresso i i you know, I'm just dreaming big here, but I think I think that'd be pretty, pretty nice. I think it would like, be good.
0: I wonder what it'd be like with like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Mm, you know, oh, wow. That'd probably be good. Yeah, because like, uh, yeah. Listen, oh, wow. listeners, That's try great. different uh, options with this and let us know what you think. Tell yeah. us what's good, what's yeah, not. Yeah, because this
1: is so easy to make. You yeah. just get a shot of espresso. You could even just mix use with coffee, I'm sure. You right? could, You yeah. could just have a pile really... of coffee or yeah, a I don't... French press or something. That's right. Heck, you could even just do your Keurig and it'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Put the ice cream yeah scoop in first and let the Keurig pour out over it. Oh, oh, Affogato. Yeah.
0: Drowned out your
1: gelato. Drowned out your ice cream. With yeah, coffee. yeah. And so uh, if you try try this out at home and uh, send us a message if you end up uh, liking it, because uh, I'm, I'm curious. I think I'm going to try this out myself. Definitely. Sounds good. Well, thanks for that
0: coffee tip, Tyler. Yeah. Well, hey, again, thanks for listening to us today. Please join us on Instagram, on Facebook, with the group with the CCNC Insiders for Exclusive Content. Um, We love hearing your questions. We love hearing your stories of how God is using you and how you're going out and you're impacting culture. That is the whole goal of our podcast, to equip Christians to be able to defend their faith, but also so that you'd be confident in your faith and you would grow in your knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's what we are all about here. So thanks so much for being with us today, and we will be back next week with more on the problem of evil. Thanks for listening to Christ Culture and Coffee. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to help us reach more people.